And welcome into whatever baseball and whatever that is. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Is that the White Sox clinched the AL Central edition episode? Uh, maybe for the first part, but we'll just call this one episode 24. Episode 24, Yasmati Grandal, anyone? Um, we'll go with that. But no, here we are for baseball and, of course, whatever. Uh, for whatever, we'll be uh, covering movies that um, that impacted us, that we... Movies that we wish we could go back and experience for the first time once again that had that impact on us that we want to recapture, revisit, and just have one more time. If we could, we would give anything. I'm not giving away the White Sox Central Division win, though, so they can they can keep that. But so we will be getting into that. But first of all, if you didn't hear the news, which I'm sure you did, White Sox clinch. Tony Larusa <laughs> is going to the postseason. It's official. They can't take it away. It's math right now. So there we go. It's awesome. Uh, great day for Sox fans. We've sat through a lot of shitty seasons. So it's nice to it's nice to have this reward. This something. This this thing that we can you know get to the next step and hopefully make a nice run the postseason here we'll see but today was step one uh we still got a little bit of way to go but with me today on the podcast of course is justin hello and Vinny. so i know we kind of changed up the uh yeah damn greg if if you uh if you start editing and producing the podcast i'm gonna be out of a job i'm I'm not even gonna no definitely not i uh (laughs) I don't think I'm uh, I I don't have those skills like you, Justin. But ah. here we are all together again. Vinny's got his white socks hat on. He's looking great. Justin has uh, uh yeah. I have no socks apparel. I'm sorry. So he does. He did, <laughs> we don't we don't expect him to. So no. that would be but that I, would actually I, be kind of weird. I so. can appreciate their victory today for you. <laughs> well, yep. thank you. You're thank welcome. you very much. You're welcome. But so I know we kind of switched roles up today. Um so as you know, we uh we uh, get to some uh, correspondence here early on that I usually read, but maybe we'll change that up today. Maybe Justin or Vinny. Sure, I can read it for you. Yeah. But either way, like, share, subscribe, follow us at baseball and what on Twitter, baseball, whatever, gmail.com. And there's the Facebook and Instagram things, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Stick with Facebook and Twitter. That's probably your best. Facebook friend. and Twitter. And that's email the best us. Yeah. So yeah, we don't get, we don't get that many emails anymore. No, we get a couple. Facebook Mostly, and Twitter seems yeah, to that's the way to go. Well. But yeah. So, so yeah, we're uh, but I will... either. Yeah, either way. Welcome into the show. This is going to be a fun one. Maybe. All right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> like, as you can tell, Greg has done a complete 180 from last week's episode. We had angry yep. playoff, Greg, and now we have <laughs> over the moon. Uh, see you get posi- you get positive, positive Greg, Greg. Yeah. yeah positive Greg right now. See angry Greg may return. You know angry boomer Greg. I think that's more of the thing yeah. that uh, more of my image that I'm going for. <laughs> I mean he's more than likely to return for the postseason. I mean we'll see. Especially <laughs> oh the second they go the down Astros. like two zero in a yeah. series, he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Might either way by next week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get into the socks later. But like I said, we want to get to our correspondence. Yeah. Uh, while we're reversing our roles right here. So, Justin, right. Vinny, take it away. Here the we floor go. Uh, so, if you guys remember last week, we did our uh, concert experiences that we really enjoyed. Mike wrote in uh, telling us about his Green Day concert where he got kicked in the face from a leopard print or cheetah print converse uh, when they were in the mosh pit with for Green Day. 
And then I think he said he threw his baseball cap on stage and Billy Joe Armstrong wore it for one of the songs. So I believe, Greg, you asked uh, him to write in telling what song that was for. Yeah. He wrote in, he said, hey, y'all, unfortunately, I forgot what song Green Day was playing at the time, only that it was a song they added a breakdown to so Billy Joe could just play around with the crowd and rock out. Really enjoy your show, guys. You all have a great chemistry and keep the conversation flowing. Keep up the great work. So, Mike, thank you very much, man. Uh, definitely Mike. appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Erica, my lovely wife, who I came <laughs> home the other day and she had our podcast on YouTube, was just watching it. I wasn't even asking her to watch it. I wow. was shocked. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good she's for a, her. Thank she's you. A fan. So she said, Vinny, <laughs> I will give the boys a chance during my maternity leave. So, Vinny, there you go. Thank you. Uh, and then <laughs> she said, time. It only took what two years at this point now, I think. Gosh, it was longer. <laughs> Maybe yeah. longer. Yeah. I, I just should have gotten on my knees and begged everybody to. Uh, yeah, yeah. She would have enjoyed that a little too much, probably. Um, yep. She also said Eminem was her favorite concert she went to. Uh, she conveniently forgot that one, though, when she wrote in. She said the only thing that could have made it better is if we had been close, if we had closer seats. I believe that was at Comerica Park that they saw him. Yep. Uh, she said, in regards to the Blink-182 fiasco and story that I told last week about her wanting to fight kids, <laughs> she said, and this was her exact quote, I will always try to put punk little a-holes in their place. <laughs> to be fair, we had like perfect seats, basically the first row on the second balcony, and I'm not very tall. And those kids jumping around in front of me completely obstructed my view. So Wait a minute. Ooh. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now they're jumping in front of you? I thought they were making out in front of you. There's there no way they were jumping. jumping around and making out the they same were, I don't think that's possible. I don't know they if were, they were taking turns. That. They were taking yeah. turns. They were. Oh, okay. So, so there's a group of jumpers and then the We had the jumpers and then we had the make-outer, maker-outers. You know, maker-outers. Yeah. Mm. It, was, it, was, it was a fiasco. Um, fornicators. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, we have our guy, Jack Lugo, on Twitter. Uh, I felt so bad. He he wrote in his best concerts last week on Twitter, and I completely forgot to do a final check on our Twitter feed and copy his into the Google Doc. So I literally sent him a direct message on Twitter apologizing because I didn't want to offend him. I know he's he's one of our guys. So yeah, uh, Jack said he saw Metallica with a symphony orchestra back in the early 2000s, which was oh, pretty awesome. Man, I, nice. I can't even imagine. I'm not a big Metallica fan, but having them be backed up by an orchestra sounds amazing. Uh, he also said seeing Billy Joel and Elton John co-headline back in the mid 90s was also fun. He also saw the Rolling Stones back in 97 or 98, and they were all great shows. So nice. that's uh, a pretty Jack, good finale. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine seeing all those guys. Um, I think El Elton John and Billy Joel were in Madison like. Well, it's good quite some time ago, but like five, six years ago or something like that, I feel like. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I don't remember if they were, were actually touring, but that sounds familiar. Like they, they did that tour again together, which there, I didn't, I didn't go see it, but it was no. awesome to see. Billy, I know at the time I was like, wow, that would be amazing to see. Billy Joel is one of those singers that like, when I hear his name, I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan. And then I kind of occasionally hear some of his back catalog on the radio and I'm like, oh yeah, he Okay, yeah, he's not bad. You know what I mean? So you I mean, sound I'm like my dad. Oh, he does well. that. He, he <laughs> tells me, "Oh, I don't like these guys. I don't like them." Like, what about this song? Oh yeah, I do like that song. I'm like, yeah, you do like these guys. <laughs> oh, that that reminds me too. I forgot to add in uh, Vince, uh, our father-in-law, Vinny's dad, also wrote in and said, "A martini in the shower is the way to go." In reference to your bear in the shower. Talk. Oh, shower beer. Yes, shower, so, yeah. shower, shower martini. And, and Sorry, update, shower beer, not beer in the shower. 
Yeah. <laughs> Update to everybody uh, listening. The shower beer went out uh, 60 to 40 on Twitter, the poll. I'm not going to tell you how many people voted. It was a lot. I'm just going to say that. Uh, five people. Um, but Woo! yeah, six, 60 to 40. Sh- shower beer won. So. I believe yeah. I voted for shower beers. I, I voted did too. For and I, know, yeah. I know Justin did because he sent the, the somebody nasty, somebody shit. somebody voted with me. So that's the only yep. that's the important thing. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, what was the other thing you could vote for? Uh, there was a third option, you, right? Yeah, oh. I think the third option was I didn't know what a shower beer. Oh, was. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, there's our there's our correspondence. <clears throat> uh, I guess Greg, you want to lead us into the White Sox talk? This is, well, this is your time to shine, man. Well, since you asked, Justin, <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you've been paying attention or if you've been listening to the, you know, the first two words of the podcast. But yes, today the White Sox clinched the AL Central. They are the first Major League Baseball team this year to clinch their division because their division sucks. But either way. We will take it. Beat up on the Indians. I think seven to two was the final score. Yep. Guys, I was so the Sox are in. We we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> it's just it's kind of nice that it's that it's actually a thing now. Mm-hmm. But guys, what, what I'm really stoked about is that the 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 fucking bats showed up today. <laughs> there were bombs hit out of the park. I mean, T A going deep twice. Lou Bob with that six hundred fifty footer that landed far, far away. And Eloy, I mean, just bombs after bombs. I mean, the bats were hot and that's what I've been pining for. You guys heard me last episode. I was like, yep. God suck. And now, you know, they, they show me something. So hopefully this is like the kick in the ass. Do, do you know when uh, Eloy's last home run was it had to today? Be, it had to have been a while because he's been guarding. You want to take a guess? Um... Are we are we thinking games? How many games ago or last What's the date? date? How about date? What's the date today? It is uh, the twenty third. Um, August 29th. Yeah, exactly. It was really yeah. okay. Wow, I I honestly <laughs> didn't know that that was a that was a complete <laughs> and, guess. And they honest won that to God, thirteen to one. Oh, okay. So, that was a complete so they need guess. him going. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. He so he needs was, to get moving. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's hitting lower in the lineup right now. There's the whole, you know, DH this, DH yay or nay. But um, uh, today was a good start. And guys, now that the um, now that the the division is you know locked up, this is the time to get you know to get healthy, physically healthy, and mentally healthy. Take today, you know, see what you did today. That fire, that burst, that power at the plate, scoring runs, and kind of take that take that the rest of the way let's let's um let's finish this thing off you know hot uh, yeah like that yeah. so I, I really the way they played today that that first game was was phenomenal that's that's the white Sox i want to see right there guys so i'm not gonna bring up kimbrel or any of that bullshit no you don't want that for you want to talk yeah. about that no i don't want no cubs kimbrel you know, I don't want you, to talk about that. You just right want now. to talk about the good stuff. I want to talk about the good stuff. You guys can talk about the bad stuff that you you guys can uh, do that if you if you like. But this is where I'm at. I'm trying to stay positive. I mean, today today's like, look, White Sox fans, here we go. We I mean Rick Hahn, he did we did the rebuild. And now we're this is like I know last year we made the postseason, but that was just kind of like yeah, eh. it was kind of eh. but uh, it still counts. Cubs made but, the postseason last yeah, year too. Yeah, so. exactly. So I mean, 
this is this is kind of like our our step one, our first step. And you know, there's a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's still a lot, you know, that has to happen here. Um, and there's a lot of improvements that you still want to see. Um, there's a lot of, you know, questions that I think we'll have to answer now. Um, I think Tony's gonna really have to do some uh some uh, serious thinking, managing game plan here, which is what he does best other than drinking. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'll just, we'll just ride this thing and hopefully it takes us a long way, but Sox fans, congrats to you too. Uh, we've been, we've been waiting and, you know, so far, so, so far, I'd say this thing is kind of where it's uh, supposed to be at least, uh, at least at this moment right now. So it's looking good. Well, I I wish you nothing but happiness, Greg. I hope this runs all the way until the beginning of November. I hope so. Uh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'm not going to lie, though. As Vinny and I uh, exchanged in our text exchange today, uh, if it doesn't, it's going to make for some great podcasts. (laughs) So so either way, you guys, I mean, I know you guys. Well, I don't know where you are in the sauce, but I'm sure you wouldn't care if the White Sox won the World Series. No, I wouldn't root against for it. Yeah, either way, either way, you guys win. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> either we get happy Greg because they're winning, or yeah, or we get uh, destructive, smashing destructive, things behind yeah, it. Maybe I don't know. Yes, yeah, bring out the uh, turd mask. Bring out Ryan Braun. Yeah, back. you know yeah, the, right? the 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 poop emoji <laughs> pillow, which I forgot to mention on our podcast for the audio listeners. I didn't explain what that was. It was just the giant like poop emoji poop emoji pillow with a White Sox head on it, right? Yeah, it's back. All right, so it's been conveniently he's hanging it's, out. He has been conveniently far, put away now that the socks have. He's clinched. just not. He's just yeah. not on display today. So not, that maybe would, next that week. That would be nice to display yeah. it today. So maybe next week. I actually won't. I probably won't. Now that they've clinched, he probably won't come out until the postseason starts. Because <laughs> now I just now I'm just paying attention. Now I kind of want to. I mean, kind of jump in. I guess I kind of want to just keep an eye on the bullpen now. Get to pair back in there and yeah. see how um. Because I think our roles are going to be defined, at least yeah. that's kind of Tony's yeah. MO, and then adjustments will be made, you know, during the game. But I think I just want to keep keep an eye on them, you know, kind of Kimbrel, especially. I know we brought him up before, but uh, hopefully he kind of turns up turns up the gear right here, and uh, you know, doesn't doesn't you know make Sox fans shit in their pants every time he takes the mound and does the <laughs> fucking arm thing. So. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I, I mean, the, the one thing I saw, Greg, that'll make you happy is I saw Grindal. This was as of Monday uh, from Chris Kampka on Twitter. The last 18 games since Yasmani Grandal has been back from the injured list, he was batting 383, a 500 on base, and an 833 uh, slugging. No, OPS. Yeah. No, slugging uh, with eight home runs and 21 RBIs. So he is full blown, ready to rock. Uh, it's I mean that is that is that is fire right there. There is yeah. no no need to even bother James McCann. Let him sit at the end of the bench and fester, <laughs> marinate, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, ruminate, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so suddenly we don't yeah. miss James McCann so much. No, so. <laughs> no, no. He 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 can still can take see, him over Zach Collins, though. I can just see oh no, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm th- I'm talking about Zach Collins. Uh I can just see Zach Collins sitting at the end of the be- end of the bench with his bat being like, Come on, Tony, I'm ready. And it's like yeah. sit your ass down. You're not touching yeah. the, you're not touching <laughs> the field. You know, so good for good for Grandal. Uh the, the one question I have for you guys, and I know Greg might be too happy to discuss this. So Vinny, maybe this is directed at you, but what is going on with Carlos Rodon? That's like the only socks thing I've been kind of paying attention to lately. Uh, you know, his bicep, his shoulder, his elbow. 
Yeah, if I elbow soreness is never a good thing. No, um, no. that usually leads to Tommy John. So I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. What was his first? He was out. What? earlier too wasn't he for rest or you know they yeah, all said I mean, it was rest but right you know, they had one of those bogus injuries but i don't know you know two il stints here in the second half that's that's not what you want to see but no his, his future well, paycheck's going he, down yeah that's sure. well that's the thing too i mean that might affect i mean he's probably i mean obviously boris is there saying don't say anything you know yeah. because you're costing yourself millions right now yeah but i mean it's concern i mean you know no pun intended but when larousse it's concerning when you hear larousse say you know he's concerned yeah because you're yeah. Pretty honest guy and you know um at least for Sox fans will know anytime you hear soreness with Carlos Rodon, that that's what soreness. That's what led to the bicep injury. Soreness. That's what left. That's what led to the uh, L shoulder inflammation, and eventually finished off with the with Tommy John. So, yeah. Yeah. um, so right now, I mean, that's you know, you gotta we gotta think about that. I know they want to. I know they want to start him. You know, I think September 29th, they want to get him back on the mound to see. But if we don't have him ready for the postseason we gotta so right now i i guess of today it looks like lynn would be your one giolito uh would be your two who's having a much better second half yeah great second half. half yeah um you ideally want rodown to be your three if he's healthy if not you might have to bump up um uh dylan cease yeah um and that might be you know you know he has a high volume of pitches so that might be you know a earlier you know might see Michael Kopech earlier than expected and um after that four what do you what are we thinking Keichel or are we we pivoting to we we think you know Vinny well today I he did you know if I can be perfectly honest for me it goes you know Lynn Giolito Rodon or cease and then if or if Rodon's not there for ceases three, I think I'm looking at uh Raylo and then you know just kind of having hopefully you got Kopeck and Crochet ready to come in for early appearances uh yeah. if you need or even if even if you can rest a Tapera or something like that, get him in early for if Raylo can only give you four. At least that's what I'm thinking right now. I know Sox fans have been speculating the same, but it all kind of hinders on you know what what are we going to get from Rodon here in the yeah. uh, postseason? Yeah. So, yeah. Would I mean, you con- go ahead, Vince. I was say would would you consider a Keiko cease have cease come in after Keiko because he he's come out of the bullpen hasn't he? He had I yes I would but I if it's gonna be that I almost just prefer cease man okay I know Keiko his last start was okay but yeah I don't I don't yeah I mean he did give up eleven hits so he did give a yeah you're right so it's like <laughs> uh, I just I want to you know avoid him as yeah. much as possible at least at least of as of today so. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, Keuchel, his his only use to you if you're gonna have him is to start because yeah, he right. you, you pull him out of the bullpen. I mean, you just hand him hand him the game while you're at it, most likely. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's some um, there's that that's another thing that um, that I'll be following uh, closely now. Now that we can, now that I can kind of you know unwind and say, okay, the vision's done. <laughs> Let's let's get let's get our shit straight. Let's get it right. So nice. All right. 
I don't know if you uh, guys saw this. Uh, Chris Camp uh, tweeted out today that this is the first time in franchise history that they went back to back and uh, <laughs> made the postseason. I wow. I don't know how true that is, but back to back. I knew the yeah. were the first time. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, jeez. I thought the Cubs playoff uh, playoff <laughs> records were bad, but yeah. I mean, at least in my memory, yeah. It, yeah, it, I, it I was is, trying so. to think back, and I'm like, <laughs> well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully you're witnessing history, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I'm seriously. Hopefully, this becomes a thing. Hopefully, we can say the same next year. You yeah. know, knock on wood. So, well, we'll see. But yes, fingers crossed. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to send you all the good vibes and good juju. Well, uh, thank Greg. you, Justin. But you know, at least for tonight, we have the why. Uh, Next to our name, you can celebrate, celebrate, celebrate tonight. Yes, celebrate tonight. Yeah, and Tony drink sure. all the champagne though. Just Damn call it. an Uber. Yeah, I know. Please, <laughs> for the love of God, that was your call. By can the see, way, I can that see that the headlines. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sox manager can't uh, can't coach the first series of the playoffs this year because he's <laughs> in jail right now, uh, <laughs> awaiting trial for another DUI. Well, good thing it's they're away, so he doesn't have oh, to drive. Right, oh, yeah. they're all gonna be get he's on the good. bus or whatever. Yeah, he'll so. be on the bus. He'll be on the <laughs> or bus. Maybe he's driving the bus. Oh. I, did, <laughs> I did. I did also order the um the uh, Central Division Champs T-shirt, the locker room. T-shirt. Oh, there you go. I couldn't, I there couldn't you go. Stop myself. I'm like, I literally just it was like the force controlling me. You know, That's, hey. There's Kylo Ren over there messing with me. As somebody who ordered so much Blackhawks apparel after the 2010 Cup run, and then same thing with so much Cubs apparel after 2016, I can can totally understand that. You never know. It it might be. Might be the only time. It might be the only shirt I get. You know, for this season. You know, obviously I don't want that, but it might. It might be. So yeah. You know, I no totally what I can. So totally. Well, should we? I, it's funny. You look at the on our outline, our Google Doc. You got the White Sox portion of the outline is all this positive stuff, and then for the Cubs, it's like this person's not playing anymore. This yeah. person's on injury <laughs> reserve. This person's not playing anymore. So I guess Vinny, do you want to start us off with this prospect profile on Jimothy Triantos? It's uh, James uh, James Triantos. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, no, I I, I wrote that. You're in right, Jimothy is in from the office. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> James, Jim, Jimothy. That's um, it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, is, that, is that really his name? Yeah. If it is, uh, I like him even more. I'm not gonna awesome. lie. No. <laughs> oh. But yeah, he's uh he's been showing up on Twitter. Like, or I shouldn't say he, he's been, but other people have been posting about him and his uh his slash lines and stuff like that. So I had no idea who he was. Turns out he's the uh second round pick of the 2021 draft. Okay. Uh he's 18 years old. He was the top prospect coming out of Virginia. He was ranked 88 overall. That was by uh perfectgame.org. So I don't I don't know how you know up to date those rankings yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but he uh plays shortstop, second base, and uh third base. So he projects as a left fielder in the majors. Um, in uh, Arizona League, he slashed 327, uh, 376, 594 with an OPS of 970. Uh, he's a big contact uh, type of hitter. Um, he's starting to, de- they, he's got a plus uh, on contact, and they think that he can develop into have some sort of power. But uh, in uh, high school, he had a 94% contact rate. He hit 700 and struck out twice. Wow! Uh, yeah, holy so, cow! I like him already. I, I think that's pretty good. Um, 
<laughs> Jury's still out on that one. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, and he's drawing comparisons to uh, Alex Bregman from what I've been. Reading, I would take that. So. Yeah, yeah. I would take and, uh, that. Hopefully not weekend. the same personality. Yeah, hopefully not no, as much of a no. douche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think so because uh, this weekend um, I told you guys about it, but uh, he, there was a Twitter post about him. He had he went four for four, and then like. Friday's game, and then he went three for four in Saturday's game. And someone wrote in, he goes, "Oh, well, he finally made an out." And then I wrote in that he should be uh, released by the Cubs because, <laughs> come on, he's not perfect, unacceptable. He's not perfect. Eight yeah. eight. And he actually liked my post, so he's got somewhat of he's a got personality. Some humor, he can yeah. take a joke, so um, that was that, so that, cool. That's good to see. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, not, I, not only do we have our you know unofficial minor league team, now we have our unofficial Cubs prospect too that we can right? root for. Yeah. Him, so hey, we can get it. We now we got to try and get. Get him on, yeah, so right? Yeah, like superstars say, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, friend yeah. of the pod from day one." So right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it. You know, it's funny. Like, as bad as the Cubs have been, you know, God, how long has it been now since July? Um, seeing yeah. some of these prospects, especially the ones Vinny's been kind of pulling up for us, has been. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily ex- super excited for the future of the Cubs, but at least it's given me something to look forward to. Because right yeah. now, the Major League team, there's no reason for me to watch. Well, I can't watch, but there's no reason for me to listen on the radio at <laughs> yeah. this point. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was that's awesome. Um, the other I thing, love I how s- we, I love how we shit on Marquee, even though it's yeah. just like oh, unintentional yeah. too. It's just perfect. Oh, when it's when that happens. for me. I mean, Greg, it's, it's intentional. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I was like, it's that was easy to do. I mean, it's so easy. It. Yeah. Yeah. I have an agenda here. I have a bone yes. to pick with Marquis. Uh, what about? Um, I, I saw this, and I was actually taught. We were, oh, we were talking about this last night when we were on uh, when Greg and I were on the Three Spot podcast. We did a little guest interview, um, which we'll talk more about in a second. But the Connor McGregor throwing out the first pitch and then doing the seventh inning stretch. Why? Like it, why? It, Cubs PR this year has They're been awful. Awful since. From the their hashtag slogan of Cub Together, like okay, yeah. Cub Together, and then they get rid of everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they that get didn't. rid of everybody. Then the uh, the debacle with the whole sports uh, book venture uh, a week yeah, after, the day after they, they shipped. Oh, oh yeah. we're going to build this brand new thing because oh we wait, have no we money though. Pay people, yeah, <laughs> we're going to pay people contracts. Yeah, um, you know, between that and uh, God, they just they just been one thing after another. It's just been. Uh, bad debacle and this is just pretty much the cherry on top bringing in a guy like conor mcgregor um all the allegations and yep the the bad stuff that's uh the baggage that comes with, with him yeah yeah exactly it's just what what are you what are you thinking it's just ridiculous and then then he goes and makes that great first pitch uh, <laughs> i mean he airmailed that thing <laughs> yep Thank God the screen is there, right? Because he yeah, would have yeah. taken somebody out. Yeah, if there's any reason to have the screen, in, you know. And him yep. wearing his like not crushed velvet, but whatever type of suit that is, he wears on the very mound. tight suit. Yes, yeah. it's 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 so a European it like a, cut. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like a Michael Scott European, Michael cut. European <laughs> cut. Yeah, and I think it was Patrick Wisdom that was behind the plate for that one. I, if I'm not mistaken, but you could just see he like he whipped his head around like holy shit, where's yeah. this thing going? <laughs> And then the seventh inning stretch. Oh, my God. Oh, like, that was bad. <laughs> I, I I will be. I am adamant. And I don't know how you guys feel about this, especially you, Vinny. But like the whole let's have people on to promote their BS thing that they're yeah. making the rounds. I'm so done with that. It's like, yeah, it, they could literally do Mondays, Tuesdays, put Harry Carey on the Jumbotron in left field to do the seventh inning stretch. Put, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, put Ron Santo up there. 
and then finds, you know, Ernie Banks up there singing it another night just from all the different years. And I, I think most fans would be good. Like I, we don't, I say we like I'm there all the time, but it's like, yeah. I don't need this stupid flavor of the week. Somebody who has no affiliation with the team, no affiliation with the city doesn't really get it. Uh, I mean, like Jeff Gordon, Wrigley Park, like that yeah. Wrigley Stadium. Kind oh, of level thing. Yeah. Just Forgot keep it in house. I think I think most fans would appreciate that. Like when I'm at a game or uh, granted, it's been a while now because of COVID. But like <laughs> whenever it was just when they whenever uh, you would see Harry come on the Jumbotron, just sing. I was so much more happier than listening to some a-hole sing, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I'd, ra- happen, but... I'd rather just be a drunk fan from the bleachers. Yeah. There you Chicago go. Cubbies, you know, <laughs> well, you know come together. Hashtag yeah. come together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. For as bad as that night was, they did it right the next night having Derek Lee out there. That makes Which sense. is what they should do. Yeah. They should, yeah. Former, they players, should have yeah. former players or, you know, even, um, you know, you know, athletes like, you know, they had, um, uh, Justin Fields out there, yes. you know, from the city from Chicago, or if you, yeah. or even if you want to do like, who's the guy from the Goldbergs, Jeff, um, that was also oh, Jeff, on, Gar- Jeff, Jeff Garland, uh, huge Jeff Garland, Cubs fan. Yeah. You want to have Jeff Garland do it, but then he fine. goes on the radio and does his best, uh, Pat Hughes impersonation. Yes. Cause he loves Pat Hughes. He, Pat Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, at least, at least grab people that are not, aff- not even affiliated, but are fans. Now I will admit yeah. I don't want John Cusack anywhere. I was going to say, yeah. where, where, where do you stand on <laughs> no. John Cusack? What about Jeremy Piven? No, I'm not. A, no, like, I don't mind entourage, <laughs> but Jeremy Piven's a, a creepy dude in my book. Like, he yeah. just, um, but no, no, John Cusick, <laughs> I'm sorry. That more uh, moron. I don't know. That's too strong of a word. But uh, you can't you can't just that show up. And, like, yeah, yeah, he's from Chicago. He lived well from Chicago, lives in Chicago still. I don't know. But like, it's only he only shows up when they're good. And he constantly jumps back and forth between teams like. If you're in the city, you can't do that. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I yeah, he he rubs me the wrong way. So <laughs> what am I gonna? I don't know. I'm I'm on not a, a John Cusack pod here. Yeah. No, no. I mean, if he wants to come on, I'd be happy to have him on. But uh, no, he just see, ask he, him about. I just ask him about Con Air. That's the only thing I. Yeah. He hates that him. movie. He will not talk. Does about he really? Yeah. See, that's why he's not. He's he, that's why he's a bad. Supposedly, person. yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, he refuses to discuss Con Air, and he will not do interviews about any of his early movies, like um, say, is it say anything and Sixteen Candles and things like that. He will why? not talk about him. That's the only thing he wanted to yeah, talk about. Yeah, I was going to say. About. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about 1408. Sorry, John. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on, dude. You know, but yeah, oh. supposedly he's a real winner. But uh, uh, the other, the only other two things we had on here for the Cubs, then was this Vinny or Greg? You're that guy Cub trivia. I think I might have the oh, answer that, to this one too. I, um, yeah, I don't know that one. Um, I, I don't know. No, that was Greg. I okay, did, I didn't. I am not that well versed in all the <laughs> numbers, especially. Yeah, well, I know, man. I, I know. I went a little crazy. I'll read in this. I kind of my but... eyes kind of glossed over at that part. But uh, Alfonso Rivas is done with the season with a finger ligament injury. Vinny was he disappointing. In? He was playing on the major league roster for the call-ups, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. He was okay. playing outfield and first base. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was there's potential there. And then yeah. Hayward is doubtful to return this year. Which, okay, I mean, I mean, that's that's a good thing. That's probably a I good mean, thing. That, you know, don't like people being out. No, with injuries. no. And who knows how bad his injury actually is? And maybe they're just using that as an excuse to say, "Hey, yeah. we want to see more of the young players play." You, which is, yeah. you're, you're earning your paycheck. Just have have an early vacation go take a have, go, a, yeah. have a chair have a yeah. chair yeah. we don't need you for any inspiring speeches this postseason so yep. go take a break so yep <laughs> uh but greg tell us about your trivia question for this okay week. 
So I guess welcome back to that guy cub, small little segment <laughs> in the cub section. Guys, I went a little crazy on this one. Um, but I'll just uh like before, I'll read you some um some clues, some facts, some weird ass shit that I came up with <laughs> and write in to us, Twitter, email, Facebook, all that stuff, and tell us who you think that Cubs player might be. And I always pick someone that's a little obscure that people's like, oh yeah, I remember he was on the team for like two hours, but um yeah. So uh, with all that being said, uh, we'll get started with some of the clues here. Um, so uh, we'll start off. Um, so this guy was kind of a mini stud third baseman slash cleanup hitter with the Diamondbacks. Uh, he slashed 280, 339, 453 uh, with a 792 OPS over six seasons with the D-backs. Um, a couple 20 plus home run seasons mixed in there. Uh, kind of went downhill towards the end of the D-backs tenure, though. So naturally, <laughs> the, the Cubs, Cubs picked him up yeah. and <laughs> give him a minor league contract with an invite to spring training, and he makes the opening day roster. I won't give you the year. You'll have to figure that out based on the clues. Um, here's here's something wacky for you. If you take his jersey number he wore with the D-backs and divide it by two, that is the number he wore for the Cubs. For the Cubs, he slashed 250, 327, 295 with no home runs. Um, so a lot of muscle was, there. Yeah. Uh, he was DFA'd, cleared waivers, and sent down to Iowa to make room for Starlin Castro. Mm. Now, is that Starlin Castro's rookie year, or I guess his first call up? Yes, that Cubs? would be his okay. call up from, I believe he was called up from double A that year, if that kind okay. of. If that kind of narrows this uh, down for you, that's kind of one of those clues. Okay. (laughs) Um, Let's continue. So the Yankees picked his ass up in July. Didn't last (laughs) long. He finished the season with the Marlins that uh, this, this is all, this is all the same year, by the way, guys. Um, And if you take his Jersey number, he wore with the D backs and divide it by six. That is the number he wore for the Marlins and for extra credit. If you can tell me the Marlins player that wore that number previously before he was dealt to the Rangers earlier that week, let us know and you'll get some uh, you'll get some special points. And we'll finish it off by this player. He is currently coaching a 14U travel girls softball team in North Carolina that I believe one of his daughters plays on the team. That's so cool. interesting. That is that guy cub. I... Um we will well, I guess you can rewind and listen to the clues again. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, there's, I'll a, post... there's a lot right here. Maybe we can post some of these. Yeah, or yeah I'll post the something. clues in the so... show notes of the podcast. So if you click hopefully on... the hopefully yeah. those clues were a little fun. I try to make it yeah. a little little interesting. I, I'm but... really proud of myself. I think I know it, and I just looked up. I think it's correct. So I am. You not think you got? Say, okay, I think I got it. So I am not. Gonna You'll say have to anything. tell me after the after show we, or write it here, in. Yeah, because yeah, I I think you I think I I I want to know what what kind of gave it away. Okay. Um, if it was the D back stuff, but uh, no. yeah, for sure. Okay. Please write in and let us know. Yeah, let us know. Guess. Hopefully, the if you do find out the answer, if you end up having to look it up because you don't get it, hopefully that answer you recognize the name. You're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about him. That is my <laughs> goal uh, when doing uh, that guy cub. So enjoy. Hopefully, you uh, hopefully you like this one. Excellent. Well, thank you, Greg. That was that was a good one. I think. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm hoping I think we might get a few answers from some Cubs people on this one. This, okay. this, this might be good. So um, do we want to go to around the MLB? Uh, Jake Arrieta. Yeah. 
Jake Arrieta has torpedoed another franchise this year. Uh, <laughs> I like to put all the blame on him as to why the Padres are not making the postseason. Rightfully anymore. so. Yep. Let's just blame it on um, him. I don't know. Vinny, were you the one that I'm guessing you're the stat guy? Did you get all these stats for us? Nope. No, Greg. I I put this on. Greg, give it to us, man. <laughs> Tell us what you got. So I was just I was just kind of looking. I was just kind of looking at um. I was looking at Jake. You, I mean Jake area DFA'd by the Padres. I mean what it should should never have gotten. Should never been signed. Yeah. I mean the Padres are just screwed, and it's it's kind of sad. Actually. It is. We'll, they yeah. were so we'll, we'll good. Get back, we'll get back to them in a moment. I oh, wrote yeah. down. <laughs> I wrote down a bunch of BS stats right here. I'm not going to get into it all. Uh, Jake Arietta, as of tonight, finishes with a five and fourteen record, seven thirty nine ERA. Just absolutely sickening, despicable. That's good, right? <laughs> just uh, negative two point six WAR. And then with the Cubs, I looked up his Cubs stats right here, but um, the runs above replacement. So those are runs given up by replacement level pitcher minus twenty three, twenty three oh, runs, God. guys. Oh gosh. Come on, but so this this didn't work out for the Cubs because so uh, he signs the one year four million gets DFA'd, no player return. Cubs aren't going to the postseason. Padres are screwed, and then yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at with Jake area. But I kind of I kind of I kind of looked up you know John Lester because there were talks about the Cubs resigning him and by no means guys are these stats I mean these are all bad pitching stats yeah, but, yeah. Right. yeah. but what I do find interesting of the only difference I difference I find interesting about Lester is his stats returning to the NL Central since so since he's been with the Cardinals he's gone four and one four ERA and 10 games started um 130 whip and uh two uh runs above replacement so the Nationals originally signed him to a one-year, $5 million deal. Then he was traded to the Cardinals. That's the thing that gets me. Like, yeah. someone someone gave something for this guy. Yep. And what's just so weird is the Cub, the sorry, the Cardinals are holding the second wildcard spot right now uh, with a four-and-a-half game lead. And when uh, Cardinals pitcher Jack Flaherty is healthy, um, Lester is listed as the fourth starter. Wow. So this boils down to John Lester is pitching meaningful baseball right now, if you want to call it that. I mean, let, let's be honest about it, though. They're facing the Dodgers, so they're probably screwed. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the guy that the Nationals got for Lester, and he's having he's doing pretty well right now. His name mm-hmm. is Lane Thomas. He's the starting center fielder and leadoff man for the Nationals. I know the Nationals are garbage right now. But since he's been with the team, he's hitting 291, 385, um, uh, five thirty. Um, slugging, um, six home runs and 23, uh, 23 RBIs over thirty five games. That's not. That's not. That's pretty. That's pretty good. They might have. Maybe they got something there. Who knows? That might not work out. That yeah. might be a this season thing. But you know, Vinny, you're a prospect guy. Going back, if you know all this now, I know you're. I know you weren't happy about you know the possibility of bringing John Lester, but. If you could, if you knowing all this now, would you go back and switch it? But do they? But the thing is, do they trade John Lester to the Cardinals? If, yes. Do they trade that John Lester gets? That would be the trade. thing, and I, I don't. Well, think like they let, let's say he gets traded for something, he's tradable. Let's just a comparable, a comparable. Yeah, I mean, right, yeah. well, yeah, of course he would, but it would be. It would you don't be, know what. Yeah, 
you don't know what you're gonna you don't know what you would have gotten. I mean, I still can't believe the Cardinals actually gave up something for I, him. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> they at, at the time they did, they were in a they were in a really rough spot. Yeah, I mean, they're holding tight. I mean, they gotta face the Dodgers, so let's face it, their chances are probably slim to none. But with um all my last fact is that with John Lester's overall season ERA would be the Best on the Chicago Cubs starting pitchers. So I don't know how you guys feel about this. Like in, in hindsight, it's 2020. I, I would have taken Lester over Arietta at the beginning of the year, even knowing that Lester was starting to fall off. But I think what's so damning about Arietta is there was clearly a problem with his mechanics, delivery, tipping pitches. I don't know. But the fact that every time he was he would talk about it, he would double down on it wasn't his fault. It was he's still good. He still got this. It's it's fine. I just got to fix some stuff. And then obviously I know there's a lot more to it than just saying I'm going to fix it, but like to, to constantly like go about, Oh, there's, I I'm good. I'm still good. It's like, no, look at your numbers. You were not good. And and it's one of those, like you hate to see those guys that come back for one more year and they hang on too long. And I mean, he is a perfect example because I feel like in Philly, he was kind of going down a little bit. And then you talk about this year. It was like someone just pushed him off a cliff. I mean, it's, it's not even comparable. So. This know. is this is where we've come to with former former Cubs, former pitch, Cubs. I guess, just yeah. breaking down awful stats, in, I suppose. I in found what, it interesting. Yeah. The the thing that I like I said, the reason I went and looked into this because I wanted to because I just learned today the guy the Nationals got for him. I wonder what that guy is up to. You know, yeah. just I don't even know what the name was. I thought it was just like a <laughs> cash consideration in the end or something. But I'm like, hmm, we're gonna keep an eye on that guy and see where that see where that kind of works out for them but in the end it's just kind of you know bad baseball teams kind of surrounding them at this the board, point. we yeah. don't we don't really want to see the cardinals as a podcast we don't want to see the cardinals go to the postseason but no. it looks like no, it it's, it's at least happen. at least today it looks yeah. like it's it's it's, yeah, it's, it's looking, uh, gonna happen so i think like on fan graphs they're like at 85 86 percent now from pl- a playoff oh it's that high huh yeah they Disgusting. were hit, i think in the beginning of september they were at like five percent and now they're at yeah, it was, yeah. It was, i didn't i didn't think it was gonna happen no i didn't so. think so either so yeah i mean it's you hate you hate to see guys fall off but jake area is kind of a kind of a dick to begin Bag. with so yeah you know i don't know but uh what <laughs> what about uh, and I know Vinny Speaking of the Padres, right? Yes. Vinny, yeah. your your dad wrote in this wrote into us about this too, about the yeah. screaming match between Tatis and Machado. Uh I don't even know where to begin. Like, what do you guys think? I mean, do you think is it is it more Machado? Is it more Tatis? Is it just everything is crumbling around around them? And like, you I think know what it's I mean? A little bit of everything. Well, Tatis got thrown out of that game, if I'm yeah. Yeah, not mistaken. So yeah, I, him I mean, and the manager I think, did. Yeah, yeah. I think Machado. I think he was more upset. Like, hey, dude, like we need you. Be, yeah, we need you. We're yeah. trying to do something here. You can't, you know, let your emotions get the best of you. And obviously, emotions are running high because yeah. they are struggling, and they yeah probably not going to make the playoffs. No, I mean this is like um, a Cubs choke job at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and, bad. And I just think it's, you know, we saw the same thing with the Cubs, with uh, Rizzo and Contreras and, yeah. when things mm-hmm. were going south that, you know, tempers seemed to Fly. flare. I yeah. mean, it's in it's in the dugout. It's, yeah. you know, no punches were thrown. They're just arguing. I, I'm, you know, I, I don't, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it, it happens. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. see what the big deal is. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I will be the first to admit I've gotten into 
I think there was one or two times I got into a screaming match with somebody on the bench at hockey. No, I, I swear you to God, scream? I can't even. I, can't I was even, so I can't picture I, that. What would that sound like? Yeah, uh, yeah, what I don't even. No, it doesn't. Hey, hey, sir. I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. No, it. You think you're the bee's knees, buddy? Well, and that was yeah. the thing. Like, I, I will be the first to admit my hockey skills. I'm not the worst on the t- on the team. I'm not the best on the team. I'm probably somewhere in the middle, and. uh I'm more of a team game kind of guy. You know, you kind of everybody's got to pull together to kind of I don't know. What's that saying? The boat, the boat goes when everyone's pulling. I don't I'm not good with this kind of thing. But anyway, <laughs> sidebar. I just remember we I had don't one know where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> rising tide lifts all boats. Is that? Yes, that's it. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I've never heard sure. of that. Really? You never heard that? All right. I've never heard of that. I don't right. think so. Right. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to have to heard that. Just say it again. A rising again? tide lifts. Rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, like if you yeah. work, if you well, work I actually out like, I like, I literally it. just I heard like that it. yesterday. Yeah. Really? A coworker. So yeah. Oh, okay. Now okay. I don't have to edit this whole so this, segment this, out. This is a new one for me. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use it. No, I like but it. Like, I just it remember we had, a, we had a couple guys on our team. Gosh, this was probably a decade or 15 years ago. And I just remember they were hot shots in, in scoring goals and, and which is fine. You got to score a goal to win a hockey game. That's generally how it works. <laughs> but I remember at one point the guy turned to me and he goes, I, he had said something. I said, well, you know, you need, it's a team game. You, somebody has got to pass you the puck and get an assist to get you the, get you the goal. And he turned around, looked at me and goes, I don't need you. I don't need assists. I can do this all on my own. And I just mm. lost my shit. And again, it's men's league. It's stupid. That's very <laughs> stupid. But I was like, Whoa, boy. Uh, and I, I was screaming Score your role there, son. Yeah. Give him a little <laughs> veteran lesson, right? Yeah. There. I'm like, Hey dude, I was in skates when you hey, were in man. diapers, a hole. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, but no, but like, like you said, it, uh, especially, I mean, this is a professional sport. They're doing this for a living. They're trying to make the playoffs. The Padres haven't had the best playoff record for the foreseeable, what, last 15, 20, 30 years, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, and this a month ago, if you would have told me they would be out of it, I would have said, you're insane. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I get it. Is it? You know, it should people be making more out of it than it is? No, it, it's it happens. I mean, if you look at any other dugout, like you said, Vinny or, or Greg, whoever it was about the Cubs in Contreras and Rizzo, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going good. Tensions are high in. Yeah. Let's be realistic yep. to, to make it to this level in pro sports. You have to be like on another level in terms of like your desire to win and go far. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. it's not happening. <clears throat> it's going to be very hard to put the blame on yourself or the onus on yourself. So if something, mm. somebody messes something up, all that anger is going to get directed at them. So I can totally Ex- understand it. Exactly. You know? No, I agree with everything you guys just said. And hopefully the outcome of this is, um, you know, Machado is the veteran at, yeah. at this point. So hopefully this is a teaching moment for the young Tatis. Tatis yeah. Um, Cause he did say, it's not all about you or something along yeah, those yeah. lines. And hopefully Tatis responds well to the um to the shouting he got to. Yeah. Cause let's say these guys got a huge contract with the Padres, so they're gonna be yep. they're gonna be, gonna be together there for, for a while. right next to each other time. at third and you short. Know, yeah. You know, in my opinion too, that's why I hate all this stuff about you know the media say well, who whoever says like, oh no, that has to be handled in the clubhouse. Or it has to be handled off camera. I'm like, yeah, you, you would like that, wouldn't you? Because when it's off camera, you can't see anything. And then you can just speculate, speculate whatever yeah. the hell you goddamn want. Yeah. So that way it's in his face. You know what happened. It happened. It's over. And hopefully they can, you know, 
Hopefully Tatis learned from this. Hopefully Machado, yeah. you know, kept it in the grounds of, you know, learning from a veteran, even though albeit, you know, a harsh moment. Yeah. But, you know, something that he can, uh, that he can maybe take and uh, use one day himself when he gets to, to that point. So, I mean, well, as part of the game, learn, learning from learning from the veterans. I mean, that's a huge part of our, anything, part of life. So I was I was kind of surprised, too, because I always had read that Machado was kind of the hothead in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, he like is. The, yeah. the me, the me, yeah. me, me, you know, as, as opposed to the team. So to see him saying it's right. not about you, it's about the team. I was generally shocked. I thought yeah. when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, what did Machado do? Which I didn't give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, right. well, I know. heard I heard that Machado brought along the um, third base coach from Baltimore, who's kind of like a tough love sort of guy. Really? So they kind of tell you how it is. OK. And Machado, I think, went on the record, say, yeah, when he was a rookie, he would, you know, get get, you know, scoldings from some of the veterans. He mentioned, you know, guys like Adam Jones and J.J. Hardy be there to, you know, teach him you know, give him the, the veteran um, yelling for a moment, mm-hmm. try and teach the young rookie. That's not the way you do it, son. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to speak. So I and that's, that's clearly, you know, if that's all true, that's had an impact on Machado where now he's doing it to the young Tati. Yeah. So all in all, hopefully it just works out for both of them and they, you know, they come out, you know, better for this, maybe not this for next year, season but for uh, yeah. down the line. So we shall see. I, I, yeah, I want to see them do well. You know, I, I like watching sure. at the NL West and the AL West. So, yeah, and their, their windows still open. Too, oh yeah. Oh yeah. This yeah they like have time. Not, they're not, they're not going away. You know? No, they have no. time. They have they're time. So, uh, do you guys want to talk about the blue Jays, uh, sign stealing? Uh, I guess that's what it is, right? Like yeah, literal, literal like, stealing. <laughs> so, so for those people who haven't seen it, uh it was it was Toronto and Tampa. Yep. Uh there was a play at the plate. The Toronto catchers little notepad not notepad index no card, card. no yep. card of you know certain tendencies by certain players on the opposing team fell out of his wrist guard, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was the uh the way they were gonna pitch the rays. Yes. It- yeah, and, and I mean it's it's comparable to like what the some quarterbacks wear on Sunday. Yeah, like, they have their little thing of plays. But anyway, it yeah. fell out in the the Tampa Bay Ray that was at the, the play at the plate, which was was it Kirkmeyer? Is that his name? Yeah, Kevin Kiermaier. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he slides into plate. He's tagged out. The Toronto Blue Jays walk off the state, walk off the stage, walk off the field. And then you just see him. <laughs> there's like left. a good three or four seconds where he's just staring at this note card and like you can see the gears are turning in his head like. Oh yeah. shit! I should like, probably wait. take this, and he just very <laughs> calmly takes it, and then you see him in the dugout. He hands it to somebody in the dugout, and then I don't know what happened to it since. So, and then he got beamed today in a game uh, because yeah. they made a big deal about it. So, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about your thoughts first? Then I can I can go last. But I mean, did you? Well, you, you no, you go ahead, Vinny, because you you were you were pretty funny about this one. It's just absolutely ridiculous. All, everybody that says, oh, man, he should have given that back. No, he no. shouldn't have. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm sorry. That is just a bunch of bullshit. It drops on the ground right in his lap. He actually turned around and looked like, is anybody going to come back for this? Yeah. You, <laughs> you just dropped this. No, nope. left okay. it there. <laughs> yeah. Sign stealing has been in the game of baseball since the beginning of time. This is just the literal form of sign stealing. There's no technology used here. No technology. You gave it to him. That was right. your fault. And you're going to yep. get upset and then be the yeah. player yep. because 
he took the card that fell literally in his lap. It's not like he, you know, you know, you guys handed it to him and you retaliate because you're upset that he got it. That that's literally it because your mistake, you're upset. You're going to hit that player. That is just classless. I, I, I'm going to get too worked up about this, but Vinny, <laughs> was, it, all right. Vinny, was, that your, was that your tweet to uh, did, did Dave uh, Kaplan? Dave yeah. Kaplan yes. tweet. Oh yeah. You, you I was tweeted so, something back. I saw that. I was so I was cheesed when I saw dying. that. So, I was like, that is beautiful. That so Vinny, if I'm not mistaken, tweet. Dave, David Kaplan of Chicago sports ESPN. radio, ESPN, he was okay NBC with sports it. Chicago. He, you'll have to refresh my memory. He said something along the lines of, I don't advocate for throwing balls yes. at other players. But in this case, yeah. he earned it. I'm like, well, yeah. wait a minute. This you... case? Of yeah. all cases? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't advocate for it, but I do advocate for yeah. it. So you advocate for it. I... I, that's just ridiculous. I, I, think, only... I think that yeah. your mean thing, you know, trumps this. Yes. And you guys I... know how I feel about that. It's like, serious? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that. the The only thing... And, and Vinny, I'm I'm right there with you. I completely agree, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there's there, this wasn't the Astros. There's no trash cans being banged on. There's no electronic sign yep. stealing. It's literally a piece of paper that fell. Yep. And he looked around. He's like, uh, okay. I mean, he'd be we'd be ridiculing him if he didn't grab the piece <laughs> yeah. of paper. But the fact, yeah, that, for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I think the thing that the only thing I don't like is he when asked about it, he's like, "Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was one of ours." Like he made up this stupid story. Now, yeah. oh, okay. his credit, yeah. Are you gonna? I, would I say, "Oh, yeah, I knew what it was, so I took it"? No, probably not. But it's like, yeah, you kind of look like a dumbass when you say, "I didn't know sure, what it was." Yeah. I didn't. Right. I, I thought. He, and then when he said it, he thought it was hit uh, his teams. I'm like, uh, "What? No." Yeah. Okay. Why would you have that? <laughs> so. <laughs> Is that enough? Is that enough to be warranted to be thrown at? No, 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 no. This whole these unwarranted, these warranted. I'm sorry, not unwarranted. These unwritten rules that are literally written in blood at this point. um, It's like, come, come on. You move, you know, I, I I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You, you, you're, it's fine. If you have the little, I'm not a, I'm, I know I'm old school. I'm not a, big fan of the cheat sheet thing i sure. get it obviously yep. <laughs> but it's if you have it that's fine you, if you need it that's fine that's all the guys pull their thing out of the bucket oh, we should i stand right here you know so um, <laughs> the outfielders using it kind of bugging yeah, more like, than oh, the catcher. Well, this yeah. guy's up to bed so i gotta change three paces to the left and then forward a little bit but that's only if it's a one-one <laughs> i didn't count, like, i didn't know that God. professor frank joined the podcast yeah, right <laughs> and um but anyway, that aside, like if you have it, that's fine. If you need it, great. How about you keep track of it? You know, yeah. if anything, why did they throw at you? It was like, hey, don't drop your shit. Wake you yeah. up being a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, you know, here exactly. right in the ribs. Or, or get keep one of the things that's, that's protected. David Ross had one of those when he caught for the Cubs where he could flip it back and forth. And yeah, it was, was going right, to say, that they just have the, the, the quarterback. Yeah, it's the exactly quarterback what they yeah. have. Yeah. Not a folded up piece of paper you keeping in your uh, your back baseball pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to call it to? Uh, you know, just like, <laughs> oh, God. God. This is this is uh, yeah. this is kind of, this is like this is like Simpsons baseball yeah. stuff right now. This is hilarious. <laughs> do you want to argue about my cheat sheet or do you see me hit some dingers? Yeah. Dingers. <laughs> dingers. <laughs> Yoink. Uh, <laughs> uh real quick before we shift to our movies, I know you guys wrote on here magic numbers. Do you want me to go over actual standings or should we just do wild card at this point? 
my magic number's been eliminated, so do what you will, Justin. All right. Well, Tampa, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays have clinched the division, uh, I believe, right? Oh. Or at least they clinched a playoff spot yeah. in the AL East. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Sox have clinched the, the uh, AL what, uh, Central. Sorry. Astros are pretty. Well, I wouldn't mind if they clinched the AL West. Too. <laughs> yeah. That'd be easier matchup. <laughs> Just let them right in. Yeah, let them yeah. right um, in. These, the Houston Astros are a few games away from clinching the AL West. Um, but I think the 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 big thing here for the AL uh, for the AL wild card, I guess, would be yeah. Boston. The Yankees are in the top two spots. They have switched again. Toronto is a half game out. Uh, they are playing Minnesota right now, so that might change. Um, and then Seattle, Minnesota last place, by the way. Yes, yeah. which Better Greg be. is loving right oh, there. Oof. Yeah, Sox are in first. Fantastic. Twins are in last. Greg's gonna sleep good tonight. Love um, it. Seattle is two games out. They are trying so hard. I, Pulling I want them for to make you. it so yeah. bad. For you. Scott Service deserves manager of the year. The fact that he has taken these guys to this close with the fact that they have a minus 53 run differential and they're still in the playoff race. Like <laughs> that's nuts. I don't know how that's possible and they don't probably deserve it. But uh, I, in Oakland now is them. Oakland is four games out. They're falling back a little bit, um, but they still have six games before they're eliminated from the wild card. Okay. Uh, San Francisco and Milwaukee have clinched playoff spots. Atlanta has is almost clinched the AL East, but Philadelphia is only like a game or two behind them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The NL wildcard, the Dodgers have clinched. St. Louis is four and a half games up on Philly in the NL wildcard. And Cincinnati is five and a half games back. So it's looking more and more likely like LA and St. Louis will be your NL wildcard. So yeah, that's that's it. How about that for the Dodgers? You know, second best, second best record in all of baseball. And you got to play in wildcard spot. I mean, I'm not sympathetic towards the Dodgers. No, if I was teams. a Dodgers fan, I'd be like, God, this is shitty. But that might be uh, ugh, Dodgers and Cardinals. I don't have two more teams I dislike more. Yeah, that's, that's so, not a likable like, who series. Do you, who do you guys root for? Neither. Case you just turn on the power goes out, else, and they right? can't play the game, and it's yeah, the uh, the big <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take them both out. Yep. Come on, right there. <laughs> um, real quick. You guys want to do a Bears one minute review? Not that we're a football podcast. Yeah. But Vinny, you got any any thoughts on the Bears last game, the upcoming game? I, I will the let Browns? I will let Greg go first. All right, Greg, go ahead. Um, I get Justin Fields getting the start versus Cleveland. We uh, we looking we looking forward to this. I he had a couple nice throws the last game. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess positive. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't I don't really have my thoughts are if Ryan, that. if not Ryan, Ryan Pace, if Matt Nagy is still calling the plays, it's not going to go well. I, I just think I mean, yeah, I don't know. He needs to design a playbook that suits Justin Fields strengths, kind of like what he should have done for R- Mitchell Trubisky, but he refused. He's trying to pop a square peg into a round hole and it's not working. I guess if they have this week to game plan with now that they know Fields is the starter, maybe they can, uh, maybe they can. Uh, I hope you know develop something good passing in the pocket and an occasional, occasional scrambling, scrambling yeah. and stuff. I Matt maybe that Matt Nagy, seem to be his strengths. So he strikes me as a guy that thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, and everyone else in the room knows he's like the dumbest guy in the room. Oh yeah, like, when it comes to his play calling, and and he, ref- I, I don't know, I I can't stand him. But but then then there's then there's Chicago media on Twitter. I think I even tweeted something like this. I'm like, we're so we're just eating up all the nagging yeah. bullshit. Still, still yeah. getting yeah. ourselves worked out over. Just stop. 
just, just yeah. stop. This is this is probably what he wants you to do because he knows he's an idiot, but he's trying to. But what Andy trying Dalton's to, he's healthy. Trying to push it on. He's trying to push it on all of us. Like it's just. Let's, I mean, I know he's a head coach, but it's just like let's just. For me, I'm just I'm just watching the kid, man. I'm yeah, just watching that's it. Justin that's the Fields. only reason. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is that is a good that is a good point. Like Nagy, you know, it's almost like it's like oh, I kind of wish there was someone else coaching anybody. Him. But, yeah. Uh, so Vinny, what about like you? We're back, it's like we're back to the John Fox Mitchell uh, Trubisky thing. Like, yeah. Do we really want John Fox coaching him? It's like we don't no. want John Fox doing <laughs> anything. We don't want Matt Nagy doing anything. Think, yeah. So yeah. Do you know what's pathetic? Uh oh. <laughs> what's Uh-oh, pathetic? Here Vinny? we go. Having four interceptions. Or having four turn causing four turnovers in the opposing team. Yep. Do you know how many offensive touchdowns you got from that? I believe the answer is zero. 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 None. Not None. a single one. And they had one and the inside the ten. Red zone. Yeah. yeah. You in- have got to be kidding me. This play caller, Matt Nagy, should fire himself. <laughs> he clearly cannot call plays. No. He couldn't do it before. He can't do it now. He hasn't learned. He needs to give it up because every time I see the shotgun at the five-yard line, I am going to throw something at my TV. You can't have wide receivers running routes deep on five yards and goal. Why not? (laughs) Because they all get bunched up. and it's Don't tell me there's nowhere to run. They can run down the tunnel, Vinny. Come on. Run the dang ball, Bert. Just run it. That's all he has to do. Get Monk And he can do it. That's yes, the thing. Yeah, like he, they can, but they he's don't. He's done it already. Not to. Yeah. And, you, you know, I, I, I drove into work yesterday. I've had the score on, and they had a sound clip where someone goes, oh, they just need to adjust to Justin Fields and have him do boots and rollouts. And I'm like, I've heard this before. Yeah. Are they just rehashing the Mitchell Trubisky era? They are. Because that's exactly uh, yeah, what everybody used to that's say. That's what I don't want to. That's what I don't want to. He, like, he never, he right never learned. Now. He never adjusted for him. And granted, I think Justin Fields is way more capable. On well, better, yeah. Better player. I think he's a better. Yeah. But I, you I, you might have had something that was decent in Mitchell Trubisky if you made your scheme about him. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I don't Like, know. we never would have known because it never Never happened. It was like a never was, you know? Yeah. yeah. But don't worry. So, he's got a coach of the year award that he can hang his hat on. Yeah, so. that, yeah, you know, so. the, that is all true. I mean, I, I think like me personally, because you guys are right about everything. If I see more of this stuff, more of this play calling mm-hmm. in this upcoming game, which let's face it, you know, there's it's going to happen. Good. Yeah. Really good fucking chance. I think that is, I mean, Chicago, do we, do we just have to get into full Springfield and just mob law right here? Just literally yeah, right? and pitchforks. That might be, it's, it's might getting be it might close. be a solution. It's getting yeah. close. So but I mean, he's not this, an idiot. Don't worry, guys. He's not an idiot. Either. He's a smart man. Yeah. He came then, from Andy Reed's tree. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> the rotten yeah. fruit from Andy the, Reed's yeah. tree. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, every, every fell right off and rolled down the hill. One bad apple yep. spoils the bunch. Um, yep. All right. Well, there's our one minute review of the Bears game. We will touch base with that again next week greg you wanna it was, it was a minute too long that's all so. right yeah. greg you want to go over what the plan is for whatever again once more and then we welcome can jump in? welcome to whatever we finally made it to whatever so we are gonna go over i had this i think i got this inspiration from twitter which is like what is a movie you could literally what is a movie you wish you could go back and experience for the first time i know they're 
excuse me, I know there are, you know, several movies on my list, on your list that, you know, really had a huge impact on us that I was like, you wish you could harness or grasp that feeling you had watching it the first time, if that makes sense to anyone right here. So it's Mm -hmm. movies that made an impact movies that you could go back and say, gosh, I wish I could watch that again for the first time. And, you know, just to have a little fun, we might throw in a movie that, we're for lack of a better word, we're embarrassed to admit that we like. I suppose I got one or of just those. something, something that we're like, oh, really? Something's like, oh, really? You like that one? And no judgment, obviously. Of course not. Um, no. I'm, I'm hoping we have some good ones here. I wonder if you guys have any of the one because I only, I only think thought of one really that I guess I'm. I wouldn't even say embarrassed, but just kind of like, oh, really? That that one, huh? I so, got one that I still get shit for when I tell people I like it. So. Oh, okay. Right. I got so, three. Yeah. Is it is yours a chick flick, Justin? It is. is. I am a I am a I am was a it the one that you told us about? It was not really, that's not you really don't think so? Chick-flick. So yeah, I might as well just say I am a I, I I like myself a good chick flick now and then. Uh my wife refuses to watch any of them with me, so that makes it a little awkward. But uh okay. you've got mail <laughs> with Tom Hanks. Oh, and you Ryan. did tell us a, yeah. yeah, that's not a nice. bad movie. No, I think it's a great movie. I love that movie outside, love, outside of Erica giving you crap. Who else gives you crap? Former friends and stuff like that. So, really? uh, Erica gives me crap for everything, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle in that movie, totally yeah. so yeah. good, so good. Nice. Uh, I Although love he was Chappelle. better in Con Air. He was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, you've got mail. There's something. I mean, I whatever Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Like, I love Tom Hanks as an actor. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the thing I like about that movie so much is I remember growing up around that time in like 94, 95, when we got America online for the first time in the internet and like being able to go online and, and hearing you've got mail and going on, you know, mail, yeah. AOL, the buddy list and talking to people and, and going through the AOL channels and like, you know, the chat rooms and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, which like, I was nuts about that stuff. Probably, you know, I was like in like, so that 94, I was probably in like third grade maybe. So I was probably even too young to be that into it, but I loved like, I remember trying to de- divide, uh, design like a web page when I was in like third or fourth grade, and which makes sense now. But um, yep. I love that movie. I am unapologetically uh, not afraid to admit I love that movie. So, and same thing, nice. Sleepless in Seattle is a good one too, for that matter. Yep. But I haven't yeah. seen that one yep. in a long time. But it's yeah, a good one. All right. It's a yeah. good one. So, I don't know. Uh, what about you guys? You got any other uh, inspirational just, ones or I, embarrassing should ones? Say, should I just say my quote unquote embarrassing Yeah, one? get it out of sure. the way. I'm going to go with Legally Blonde. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that movie, I think Reese Witherspoon has really turned into quite a phenomenal actress. I mean, she was, let's face it, she was from day one, but I think she's taken on more of the uh, the serious roles now. But I think she was just banging in that, in that they're movie. They're making a third one, too. I think they are. I mean, are there's they? Elle Woods. Uh, like you, Vinny, I grew up with sisters, so we watched that one a lot. And yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah, I, I think that movie's hilarious. So <laughs> I think it's, nice. a ton of fun. I think, I think it's a generally good movie too. Yeah. The second one, I can't really speak. I can't really say the same for, but the first one I think is pretty solid. So nice. Is the first um, one with the bend and snap scene? Yeah, I think yep, that's like the only scene. Yeah, yep. I've only seen that. I I only saw the movie once and I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh it was it was it was a lot of fun. So that was with uh, Stifler's mom. That's right. Yes. That's and right. um Luke Luke Wilson in that movie. Yep. Uh Vic, Victor Garber. Uh 
a lot of uh you know, that that was Priscilla Blair. So um Oh yeah, yeah. There we nice. go. Yeah. Good choice. Pretty good. Vinny, you want to do an embarrassing one before we jump to yeah, more inspirational ones? Yeah, I'm just going to name off all three. Um, okay. You guys can tell me what you think. Um, I have Mean Girls, um, John Tucker Ooh. Must Die, and Ooh. It's Complicated. Okay. Oh, it's com- that's with... Um... Is that Ryan Wilson? Not Ryan Wilson. No, Ryan that's... Reynolds? No. Oh, that's, oh, that's with... Meryl Streep. Yep, Meryl Streep. Yeah, and, that's um, a good what's movie. What's his name? I don't think I've ever seen that um, one. I can't um, think Alec, of his name. Alec yeah, Alec Baldwin. Steve, that's it. Steve yep. Martin, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a good so, movie. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. So, I don't think I've ever seen that one. No? I'm thinking okay. of... I mean, I'm thinking of... A... Um, is it? It's definitely maybe, or definitely maybe. I think is what I'm thinking of with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Never mind. I, I I'm on a tangent here. Oh, are you thinking of? Wait, the one with Sandra Bullock? No, no. I honestly. Oh, you're thinking of um. Uh, the one with Amy Smart, right? Maybe okay. I don't. I, it's I saw it yeah. once in theaters. I don't remember where, but okay. But yeah, what were your other ones, Vinny? That was that was, that was it. it. Those, oh, uh, that was it. Okay, yeah. John Tucker and yeah. Oh yeah, so I didn't see. I didn't see John. I have never seen John Tucker must die. No, it's a good. You know, it's a good movie. Just a teenage chick flick type of movie. It's good. Good cast. Well, here's Pretty funny. Here's a couple other embarrassing people wrote in some embarrassing ones. Uh, Melissa wrote in and said she is embarrassed that she likes Ghostbusters 2 as she should be because that movie is garbage. If you ask I me. like that movie. What? There's nothing wrong oh, with that movie. Oh, Vinny. No, it's so bad. I'll have to rewatch what? that one, guys. I, I I haven't seen it in so long. It's been I mean, it's not as good as the first one, but it's still good. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, Greg, my other buddy, Greg, wrote in. He said, I am not embarrassed to admit this, but I love the Pitch Perfect <laughs> movies. I listen to the songs on YouTube frequently, and he loves them. Um, that is, I would never have guessed that. I, no, yeah, and you, guys, yeah, just... you guys know my buddy, Greg. I'm, yes. I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's a big fan of Pitch Perfect. Um, our buddy, Chris, who writes in all the time, our... our uh, White Sox correspondent. He said guilty pleasures for him um, are. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Guilty pleasures for him to admit draft day, San Andreas, the blind side and need for speed. I am all Chris. I'm with you on draft day. Draft day is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I movie. am with I you on to, draft day. I have day. to watch that one. I haven't um, seen that. Erica, my wife wrote in. She said she's not embarrassed to admit it, but dude, where's my car is one of her favorites. It was her happy movie in college when dealing with seasonal affective disorder. And after I got through that, I made it into a drinking game, which that checks out. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, why dude. not? Why not fight uh, seasonal depression yeah. with, with alcohol? Drinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes I, sense. I don't think there's anything wrong. No, self medication is no yeah. problem whatsoever, right? <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, I was talking about the movie. I remember no. I was supposed to see that in like middle school or high school when it came out, never got around to it. And I finally saw it for the first time, probably a couple of years ago. And I'm like, oh, this did not live up to my the the hype in my head. You know? but, <laughs> yeah. It, watching fine. it back in the day, it, it was great. But oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Watching great. it as an adult, like this is kind well, of this is moronic, kind of, but, yeah. but it's still it. good, though. I get it. Um, do we want to talk about movies that influenced us or wounds we could experience again? Sure. Sure. Greg, go ahead. Um, so I'm actually, <clears throat> when I saw this on Twitter, it, it really, it really jumped out at me. So I, I'm going back in time now to when I was a kid, obviously, but I'm, I'm sticking with the, I'm actually sticking with a certain genre of movie here. And I'm going to talk about horror movies, actually. Okay. Mm. So I am going to I am going to start off with my top one, I suppose. And as a kid, 
the movie The Exorcist. Mm. Like, I don't want to, I don't know if changed your life is the right word, but maybe just blew me away. And actually, gen- the only movie that has actually genuinely scared me, because I'm all here for horror movies and everything. I saw tons as a kid. That one introduced me to the, like the concept of demonic possession, whether you believe in it or not. I don't yeah. really know where I stand on it on real life. But I didn't really know. I didn't really know like that was a thing, you know. I didn't know what mm-hmm. what the exorcist was. I my experience before that was my parents talking about it when they saw it, you know, back when it came out in seventy whatever, mm-hmm. um, and like that was it. And I watched the whole thing through, and it was on. I think it was on Cinemax or something like that. They had it on, <laughs> and it was at my. It was at my uncle. They had, you know, they had cable or whatever. So it was either that or like HBO or something. So I didn't see like an edited version or anything. Um, but truly, truly horrifying stuff. Memorable, just memorable scenes. Memorable music, and just the ending of you know, Father Karras taking the demon inside of him, then killing himself, jumping on the window to trap the demon inside of him. Just like, wow. Yeah. Just that incredible. Just, just left me that feel like <laughs> it just, it was just, it was just so unsettling. I think that's the right word. Yeah. And it's all I could, it's all I could think about was, you know, that demon lurking around somewhere you know, mm-hmm. just like just supernatural in the air, just whatever. Yep. I was like, is this, I was like, is this shit for real? Just like, do I need to, you know, go to church? Cause I haven't <laughs> been in like forever. So, um, yeah, it was just, it, it just made such a huge impact. I mean, obviously great acting, you know, I mean, the scenes you can talk about left or left and right with, you know, mm-hmm. with the visuals and everything. And, um, yeah, just just that moment I want to recapture because, you know, obviously, you know, some people hate being, you know, scared for movies. Some people obviously love it. I love it. I I wish I could recapture something like that watching that movie, or even even the if the feeling was unsettling, like I said before, I wish I could feel that again because that was, I don't think I've ever felt something like that in my life. You know, let alone movies, but just the impression that movie left with me. So I'll leave it at that with The Exorcist. That's that awesome. movie still haunts me. I don't think I've seen it since I saw it the first time because I, I did you yeah. see it as a kid, Vinny? I, I can't remember saw, how much yeah, I, was, I saw it when I was younger. I just yeah. Oof, oof. I, I, yeah. I still can vividly picture just the images from that movie and I mm-hmm. I'd never want to watch that movie. No, I I, I would never watch. I I would, I would recommend because it's actually, you know, other than it's a very well written movie and it was nominated for Academy Award for Best Picture. It's actually a really good quality movie, you know, horror aside and everything. So if you can, I'd recommend it. I don't think I could ever get myself to sit down and watch that movie again. Nope. um, That's one uh, that I've never seen, but I feel like I, I know the, the, the beats of it because of like, what cultural oh, yeah, the fun, yeah. or whatever the phenomenon but like, that it was i think yeah. you nailed it greg like i don't like scary movies in general but like yeah. the when it comes to like demon demonic stuff possession i remember i saw paranormal activity and i was fine seeing that i was like oh, sure, it's, yeah. it's kind of silly but yeah. i just remember laying in bed that night thinking wow there's there's a lot of stuff like this that's documented whether or not it's been you know a hoax or not yeah whether or not where, right. where you're where but you like, stand on it yeah i'm sitting there in bed and i'm like 
what's to stop that from happening to someone I know? Like, and it just like scared the shit out of me. Even though yeah. I, I was an adult, I had my own home and I was still freaking out after I saw it. So, um, that's yeah. Oh man. That's yikes. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I would go, I would go back and take that feeling again though, because Ugh. I've, I've well, watched so you. many horror movies and I'm just like, you know, even though it was terrifying, it is like, man, that shock I had after it ended. I'm like, that was something. So I'm going to preface that with uh, Justin, your wife saw that movie and was not scared by it. So just <laughs> that explains a lot of things, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want yeah. to say she watched she watched it alone in the basement at our, ho- our house also growing up right. in the dark. Wasn't scared by it. You're, you're talking to a woman who takes PTO though, like the week of Halloween, so she can watch all her scary movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's. Did, she's did, on did she like? Level. Did Erica like it though? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think she did. I think I think her words were what scary about that. I I I, can't, I don't know if I'm quoting her correctly, but that I'm sure she'll write right. in. And she'll write in and correct you if, yeah. if you're yeah. wrong. But it was. Um, it, I think man. she came up after watching and was like, "What's so scary about that?" or something like that. Yeah. And she wasn't like. I think she might have been like seventh eighth grade maybe at the time um, okay well that that's a little older than i was no i'd, I'd still be scared yeah. of it as an adult <laughs> I, I have want nothing to do with that i mean movie. you're you're talking about a woman who the few horror video games i have she'll be like i'm gonna take a nap pop in one of those zombie games so i have a dream about zombies i'm like what no that's no Good i'm not God. doing that what is wrong with you no so, that's great he's on another level that's amazing yes. uh Vinny, you got any other ones that you would like to see again for the first time or? Um, yeah, I guess uh, something I would like to see, uh, you know, I, I kind of, when I was making up my list, I did. Um, there's a couple that I was thinking of that are, they were truly epic that I'd want to see again. But um, I was looking at more of kind of like the uh, twist factor yeah. in the movies. Yeah. Um, so one I had is, is a horror movie. I, I guess you could consider that, but Shutter Island. I love oh, that. Movie. That was a good movie. But I don't, that was- I, you know, I, I haven't watched it again, but I don't think it would have the same effect it had yeah. as I was watching that first time um, after seeing it. Um, spoiler alert, he's insane and they're yeah. running a, a yeah. test on him and, yeah. you know, trying to cure him. So, yeah, I thought that movie was great. And, I, you know, it was one of those things, you know, if I were to watch it again, it just wouldn't even come close to living up to that first time. That's a great, that's right. a great one. Still, uh, a, yeah. still a good movie overall. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I yeah. will admit, I'm not trying to, you know, toot my own horn here or anything, but when I saw it for the first time in theaters, I was coming. like, I bet, you know, and, it, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, and that's to take nothing away from it yeah. because they play it so well for the twist right there. I'm like, I, cause I do that. Like I try and stop myself oh, yeah. from doing it, but I try and figure it out. I'm like, I wonder if like he's you know the patient here or whatever yep. sure enough they did i'm like that was beautifully done yep. so i still appreciated for for uh for what they did because i think it was like i said i think it was just done great and i think that's a amazing call mark yeah, ruffalo I, in that movie is awesome i love yep. him in that movie. oh yeah he does a great job um all right i'll, I'll write a co- i'll read a couple before i get to one of my ones i wish i could see for the first time again uh the cheap seats podcast they're a good group of guys from the east coast uh they wrote it and said jurassic park which Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one. I remember being mm-hmm. pretty young when I saw that, but I absolutely loved it. Had the Jurassic Park action figures as a kid. Uh, our guys from the three spot, uh, the three spot, um, they said Pursuit of Happiness and Friday Night Lights, which I will admit I've seen the Friday Night Lights TV show, but I have never watched the movie. But uh, I would imagine, especially if you're a football fan, you know, the mm-hmm. way that they set that up, I heard was pretty good. Um, let's see. We got Shayla 
from Sweet Time with Shayla and Chelsea. She said seeing Collateral again, which if I'm not mistaken, Collateral is the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx Jamie Fox, movie. Jamie Fox, right? Yeah, 04, I think it was. She yeah. said she wishes she could watch that again for the first time just to hear Shadow of the Sun by Audio Slave start up as the coyote crosses in front of the car. I do love me some Audio Slave. Audio I Slave. I have never that's seen Collateral, right but there. I've always heard good things about that one. And, and I've never like, seen I've never seen it either. I feel like that's peak uh, Tom Cruise starting to go crazy. So mm-hmm. um, if she if Shayla was listening, she'd be screaming at us <laughs> yeah, right now. Right now. So, what is wrong she's big with on the movies? So uh, <laughs> Andrew M., who I believe is also uh, she, a Twitter follower of uh, Shayla, also wrote in and said Collateral in the club scene. Uh, Vinny, your cousin, Mike wrote in and said top gun and that literally oh. made him want to join the navy which he then went and did so nice. uh yeah good for him thank you for yeah. your service mike um yeah I, I i saw top gun once and i'll be honest i know i feel like people older than us really enjoy that movie i saw yeah. it once and i was good like it's all right it wasn't yeah. enough fight flying around for me when i saw it of no course i was like yeah seven or eight when I'm I, like, oh, that's all i want right. to see yeah i just yeah, want to see dog exactly. fighting in the jets right yeah, i yep. you know i don't care about the love interest and all that stuff um, did the new did the new one ever come out it still hasn't, come out. It still hasn't no. come out yet no okay no I like, no i know every every time i i my dad stops by or i go up to wisconsin to visit him he's like so when's that when's that top gun movie coming out I'm like, <laughs> i don't know i'm not the the, the holder of top gun too right? uh but i will get You're back big, to you. uh, tom cruise fan right oh yeah yeah um uh, Melissa wrote in said she uh, one of her favorite movies uh, that she wished she could see again were loved interview with the vampire Pulp Fiction Forrest Gump and what dreams may come true I'm sorry what dreams may come um, yeah vampire interview with the vampire I've not seen but I've heard that's pretty creepy mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction is another one I remember the first time I saw it I was just like yeah. blown away yeah. in yeah. high school I'm like you can do a movie like this where it's not even <laughs> in order you know um, one of one of the ones that I think is my favorite that I wish I could go back and see again is the matrix um i am a oh huge, nice i that is probably one of my top five favorite movies of all time um i did not see it in theater because in 99 i think i was like uh 12 so i wouldn't have mm-hmm. i think because it's rated r i think right um yeah, yeah. most likely oh, yeah. right but i remember in 03 this is a stupid rem- way to remember it, but i remember in 03 we were driving down to florida we had rented a beach house <laughs> with some family friends and my dad had set up in our in our truck, like a portable DVD player to watch in the car nice. to make the drive go faster. Yep. And one of our neighbors, one of our neighbors said, Oh, you know, Justin, here's a copy of the matrix. You're big, you know, sci-fi tech guy. You're going to love this movie. Just watch it. So I was like, all right, well, I have nothing better to do for the next 19 hours. So I watched the movie. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And I was like 16 at that time. So like yeah. I was sure like, yep. I thought I was Neo. Um, I remember <laughs> I finished the movie and this is the only time I've ever done this. I literally just went to replay and watch the entire movie again, back to back. Wow, two times. Like, nice. I was, I was stunned by how much I love that movie and the sequels. And I, I don't know. And then the new one we'll see. Uh, I don't know, but oh, um, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But oh my God, I remember I got really into like trying to hack people shit after that. Like I remember, uh, my sister had a boyfriend <laughs> that wasn't being very nice. And I figured out how to change his, his profile, his passwords on all his profiles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> Acker yeah. Justin on the loose. Yeah, there's there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of, a lot of Mr. Robot over yeah, there. There's yeah. a lot of stuff coming out uh that you guys didn't know about me. But well, uh, well geez, you know, you got mail inspired you to create websites, you know, <laughs> the Matrix inspired you to hack people, and Fast and Fierce inspired you to, to 
soup your car up. <laughs> let me. Well, thank you for bringing that up. But let me preface this: when I say hack, I'm not talking about stealing money from people's bank accounts. I'm talking about like changing their AIM passwords, just because that that was a big deal in high school. Was I got to yeah, get on AIM right. and update my away message? Right. Anyway, no one's gonna know what I'm doing online, you know. So, um, <laughs> yes, I guess game. I guess since you brought up Fast and Furious, I saw that in '01. Uh, and I had just gotten my permit, I think, in 02. And then I got, you know, I bought my first car in 03 and I had my Ford Escort. I uh, had a spoiler put on the back that didn't <laughs> belong on a Ford Escort. I had the neon lights pulsing underneath and inside to the, the base of the music. There you go. I had an exhaust tip that I put on the back of it, even though I didn't have an exhaust system because I didn't know anything about cars. But I had the tip. <laughs> That yep. if you got real close enough, you could hear it humming. You could hear, mm, a and then the, the best, go. the best aspect of this is I had the escort in the family, so I had the best gas mileage. So when my mom would do her driving around town, she'd have to drive this car, she'd <laughs> go to Jewel to pick up groceries, but the exhaust tip always stuck out further than the bumper. So she literally <laughs> branded herself. She had the huge, the biggest Whoa. scar for the longest time, and it was like a Gatling gun exhaust tip. So it was all these holes. <laughs> imprinted on her cat on her exhaust oh gosh oh man that just got that just got 10 times better and then i got to college and i remember thinking no girl is going to talk to me in college if i have all this stupid shit on my car and like the day before i started college at saint xavier i ripped everything out of my car so it was just a ford escort so College um, Justin growing yep. up right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. My buddy Greg, he's like, I'm so glad I didn't know you in high school because I would not have talked to you at all. <laughs> and Erica probably wouldn't have either, for that matter. So, <laughs> no, Erica's a big Fast and Furious fan. She is a fan. That yeah. is that yeah. is that is something we bonded on. Like one of our first dates was to go see like the fourth until she so. until uh, she probably saw you driving. And you're like, she's like, well, you don't <laughs> drive like anybody in that movie. And eh, no, no, she, no, I don't. No, I don't. So, uh, you guys want to go around once more? I know it's getting late you guys got work yeah. in the morning yeah you want to go around one more time i got one more that i'll uh hit on quick and like i said sticking on the horror genre um actually saw this movie for the first time the day before i saw the exorcist for the first time <laughs> so i'm gonna go again at a young age i'm gonna go with john carpenter's halloween oh michael myers and i say that in the spirit because halloween kills is coming out uh in a couple weeks uh, I'll talk about the scene specifically after Doctor the ending when uh, Doctor Loomis, played by Bond villain Donald Pleasant, shoots Michael Myers six times, and then he goes to console uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's crying over there in the corner. And uh, right before that, you see the shot of Michael Myers dead on the ground right there. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. they finally got him. And then he goes, he talks to Jamie Lee Curtis, walks over, looks over the balcony. And he's gone and the Halloween mm -hmm. music plays. I was like, shit, he's still out he's there. Still and then right. the movie ends. Yeah. I was like, that breathing. Is a yeah. yeah, just the breathing. I'm like, that is a beautiful yep. ending. Why, why'd you do it, Michael? Why'd you do it? <laughs> and then it was just it was just like that was it. And I was yep. like, well. Yeah. And I almost wish, I mean, there were so many, obviously they kind of had like a, they kind of had a, a product right here that they could push out. Mm -hmm. I almost wish there were no, you know, sequels. That was that. After, yeah. Which I yep. kind of really like. That's why I kind of like the last Halloween that came out a couple of years ago, the David Gordon Green one that kind of took 
that kind of takes place 40 years later. And it was a good movie. It takes place, but it kind of ignored the whole brother thing. It ignored Halloween 2, H2O, all that stuff. I'm like, that's how I kind of wish it was. Mm-hmm. You know, this was this was the whole, this was the next movie, you know, in the last, you know, 40 years, because that ending was just so perfect. Like it didn't mm-hmm. need, it didn't need to continue from there. So, and yeah. I think that's what John Carpenter was trying to capture. So uh, it definitely worked on me because I saw that. I'm just like, and I, I go back and watch that movie, both those movies every year mm-hmm. around Halloween, you know, a couple times. And it just, you know, it's one I'll always go back to. And another one that just made a huge impact that scene, especially I wish I could, because I kind of remember how I felt at that scene, just, you know, that, you know, so I kind of <laughs> wish that was, uh, that oh, I saw something like that again, that would, that would shock me like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good pick. That's a very good pick. Vinny, what about you? Um, I'm going to change it up here. There, Uh-oh. I do have like a couple of other horror ones on my list, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. Ooh. That was Excellent. an absolutely fantastic movie because I didn't know yes. how I didn't know how they were going to tie that in. Yeah, to, to the rest of the Star right. Wars universe, and they tied it in perfectly, Perfect. absolutely perfectly. To, it was pristine. Uh, to hope. Yes, yeah, I, they couldn't have done it any better. It was absolutely perfect, and yeah, it just it was one of those things where yeah, definitely that one. If I could go back and watch that as a first time, especially the Darth Vader scene. Yes. <laughs> and I, of yes, course I would please. need Greg sitting next to me clapping, to experience losing his time, shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so excited about that. That also uh, probably also made that. Oh, moment that for, for those, memorable. Yes. for those who don't know, I saw that for the, for once I saw the lights darken and I saw all the rebel soldiers turn around and then, <laughs> I just I just lost it right there because I'm like, oh my god, it's it's happening right now. Then the lightsaber <laughs> ignites. I was like, oh my god, they're all gonna die. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. It's a beautiful scene. And I that was on my list, man. I'm like, that is yeah. that is an That's incredible. A great one. I wish I could go back and watch that scene again for the first time. Even watching the replay, I'm just I just get the biggest no, it's it's not face. the same. And like, I think oh, the fact so that awesome. it's it was the three of us all seeing that together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then just I yes, remember the car definitely. ride home being like, Oh my god, oh my god, that was amazing. Oh my god, yeah. like yep. it was like pure bliss as a Star I, Wars fan. I think too that was the move after we saw that and we were talking about the ride home. I think that was the moment, whether you say this is good or bad, that I had less appreciation for the Force Awakens. Yes, I think yeah. that was just more of like when we saw the Force Awakens, we were like, "Hey, Star Wars is back," yeah. and then we saw this where I'm like, that's, "Oh, that doesn't that's hold like a candle." Re- to that's that, like yeah. real Star Wars, right? Yeah, there. that's yeah. that's that's he, he they got it right. That yep. that so. battle scene above. Um, I can't think of the, what's the name of the planet they're fighting over at the end. Scarif. Uh, Scarif. Thank Scarif, you. That yeah. battle scene over Scarif with the with the planetary shield generator is amazing. Like yep. pure Star Wars. Yep. Um, and I feel like now now that that whole trilogy has run its course, I think you take Rogue One and Mandalorian, and besides that, I just kind of want to pretend nothing else happened in terms of <laughs> Star Wars. But that's yeah, just me. Agree. So. That's a good one, Vinny. That's a really good one. Um, all right, I'm gonna read the rest of these real quick so we don't leave anybody out. 
Uh, Glenn, former uh, co-worker of mine, he's an awesome guy. He said, it's got to be the 1960 movie Magnificent Seven. Not only did it create superstar actors, Yul Brenner, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, James Coburn, and Robert Vaughn. It's filled with classic lines, themes of good and evil, never giving up when outnumbered, helping the weak, value of family, sacrifice, and many more. It's based on Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. It's a life philosophy portrayed as well as an intense character study of the male ego and male camaraderie. So uh, he said, sorry, I got carried away. Yeah, deep, he's, he's a, that's what we're looking for. Deep. That was excellent. Uh, my buddy Greg also said he uh, every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie has impacted <laughs> me. The guy's a hero. He manages to make action movies into comedies at the same time. And it's just fantastic. That's I a good do, show. I do love that. Yeah. Uh, Sean um, said, I can't think of something that's had an impact on me, but I wish I could experience the departed or reservoir dogs again. Mm. Uh, my guilty pleasure movie is I have way too many, but I'm fond of nothing but trouble. I completely understand why people don't like it, but he loves everything about it. Uh, Lisa said she wishes she could experience the movie once again, which I got to admit, I have never seen once. I don't know if you guys have seen no. once. Nope. I might have nope. to check that. I haven't one out. seen it even once. Hey, oh, uh, <laughs> Chris said the biggest impact on him was Pearl Harbor. It drew his interest into World War II and studying history. Also, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> That's amazing. For the quite opposite reason mentioned above. Uh, he said he wishes he could experience Bear League again because it's just too damn funny not to experience for the first Bear time. Bear League. Oh, it's been a minute. Uh, John, John wrote in and said, Chocolat and his true guilty pleasure is Sting. Uh, Marie wrote in and said, gone with the wind. It led her to actually feel the impact of the civil war and kind of be interested in social, uh, social studies in history, even though she's not a big history fan. Uh, Lynn wrote in and said the sound of music. It's a classic between the songs. Uh. And the scenery. <laughs> it's breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Vinny. <laughs> love Julie Andrews and her magical voice. I'm embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed to say I also still love Wizard of Oz. Loved it as a kid and still do. I will admit. Uh, Wizard of Oz and Greece are the two movies I think I hate the most in the entire world. I hate those movies. Oh, you don't like passion. Greece? No, I hate Greece. Yeah, Greece is Wizard such a, of Oz. That's a bad movie. I think I, I like that. Those. I think I like Greece as a kid, but I don't. I can't see myself liking it. It's really, it's really bad if you watch it again. They, I mean, yeah. the car at the end of the movie flies. It just flies away. Yeah. That's not how real. Oh, first of all, you don't all break yeah. out in song. And number two, they right? don't have flying cars in the fifties. So sorry. Who, who, you know. who had who had a carnival after their high school ended? Yeah, their year no. ended. I got the hell out of there as soon as I could. You know who uh, wrote the music for that movie? Who? The Bee Gees. Believe really? Not, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. Leanne wrote in and said, another one she wishes she could experience for the first time is Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> we watched that with her brother-in-law, sister, and children, which I can't even oh, imagine. So that, that room. Nothing like recapturing that moment again. Uh, and then my mom, so sweet of her, she wrote in. She said, uh, the movies that impacted her the most were the ones that she realizes how much she's changed as you become an adult. Uh, Home Alone reminds her of the holidays and being with the family. Toy Story, um, Mrs. Doubtfire, Aladdin, and uh, Mighty Ducks also were movies that she remembers taking me and my sister to see as kids, um, which I also remember going to Chicago Ridge Theater. Um, she saw Frozen with her granddaughter, my niece, Morgan, which was really important to her. And then lastly, she said uh, another movie she loves to this day is School of Rock because uh, she saw that when I was first learning how to play the drums. So she's got that memory. Oh, look at all the sentimental. Right yeah, so thank you, mom. Thank you for writing in. Um, I can't really think of any others. Return of the Jedi is one just because I remember that was the first Star Wars movie I saw as a kid and wanting to learn more. Um, I think I've talked about my love for Mighty Ducks and how that got me into hockey. But other than that, um, I know as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to think of one and I'm going to be pissed that I I'll forgot think of it. like five. More. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll have to we'll have to revisit this at some point. But uh, 
Yeah. Good times, guys. Thank you for coming on. Sorry, Greg. I just realized I stole the hosting duties back halfway through. No, this. no, they are, they're all yours. I am not good at it. No, so, no, no. Yeah. Um, uh, Vinny, you got any parting words before we wrap up? Yeah, I'm just going to um, put out this little nugget there. Um, yeah. Since we were talking about Derek Lee doing the seventh inning stretch the day after uh, Connor McFart was out there. Um, <laughs> Derek Lee is one of two players in MLB history to have 100-plus runs, 199-plus hits, 45-plus home runs, 99-plus 90 extra base hits, and 50-plus doubles. Wow. Who is that other player? Miguel Besides Cabrera? Derek Lee. No, go older. Uh, um, Very Jim nice. Tommy? There's a disease named after him. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. Oh, wow. So... Oh, wow. That man, that was Derek Lee's 2005 season. That 05 season, I remember he He was was insane that season. How could you not root for that guy? And then the Cubs kind of petered out, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, He was such a good guy. I was a Derek Lee fan. I loved Derek Lee. I I wish, I'm glad they kind of brought him back in recently. I hope he does more. Granted, I don't know where he lives now, but uh, it would be great to see him more at Wrigley or just with the Cubs in general, you know, doing streaming stuff. I don't know anything like that. So. That's a good find, Vinny. Very good. Yeah, uh, Greg, awesome. what about you? No, nothing. I I hope you guys enjoyed the whatever section tonight. I know I did. Yeah. It was nice to, was nice to finally get that out and kind of uh, talk about those moments again. And thank you for everyone who wrote in. That was a, that was a, I didn't really know how that was going to go over, but yeah. Uh, Hopefully yeah. that uh, hopefully that got some people uh, keep back writing in, in their, please their movie yeah. again. Yes, please anything we we love hearing from you and everything you guys write is fantastic. So yeah, thank yep. you again. Definitely. Um, trying to think if you are into our baseball stuff. I believe sometime this weekend or possibly next week, the three spot will get up our uh, podcast that Greg and I tomorrow. Were, tomorrow, okay. Greg and I were uh lucky enough to join them they asked us to come on and we ranked um minor league single a logos and we had a little draft so we're going to be asking people to vote and if you would like to vote for us uh we win bragging rights with those guys so um <laughs> some good some good minor league teams and there are a lot of cool stuff about how certain logos uh how teams were named and why yes. they were named it um i believe um greg do you remember his name from sports logos that'd be paul and you can follow him at at baseball and ice cream i believe yes. it is or yep. that's the name of his that's uh, his twitter, twitter account yeah, twitter, yep. twitter okay yeah yeah so, so give him a check he's from sports logos he's written a bunch of great stuff from them um but he, he kind of gave us some background on on uh, different organizations one in particular i thought was really cool is we we dive into the spokane uh indians mm-hmm. which they actually um the amount of work they do with the tribe out in spokane washington is yeah, incredible it was, and it's it was amazing it's a perfect example of if if <clears throat> the tribes nearby want those names still used this is the way to do it they have one of their uniforms actually has uh, Indians in their native language, um, which they're the only ones who have ever done that before. And, and they yeah. do, I think some of their apparel, every, every, uh, sale of certain apparel with that on, it goes back to the tribe. So, nice. uh, pro teams need to take that into account if they're going to keep mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, Native American imagery and name. It's so, really well done. That was really that was, well done. I'm, I'm so happy he shared that story. Yeah. That, that was, was a great really story. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so check so that stay out. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> stay tuned for that. Uh, we got some other stuff, maybe some big stuff in the works to maybe grow our brand a little bit. So stay tuned in that regard. And we will be back next week with more hijinks and hilarity. Um, I'm sure I like we'll that. ensue. Thank I like you. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say, 
What's up? Before we wrap up, if you want to get a hold of us, remember Twitter, baseball and what? Uh, email baseball and whatever at gmail.com and facebook.com slash baseball and whatever. We will see you next week. Take care, guys, and have a great weekend. Good night, everyone. See ya.